It's 6 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. in London, 9 a.m. on the East Coast, 5 o'clock in the afternoon in Saudi Arabia and in Malaysia, it's 1977, which wasn't a bad year for music, but kind of sucked for politics. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. My pronouns are Ash Kosh Bagash. Hello. <laughs> happy Thursday. Oh, my happy Thursday. Welcome, welcome. Nice to see you here. We are live triple casting as always. Paul Conant, like the stream. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Um, we are triple casting Facebook live on I'm not wearing pants. That's the name of the page. Also on YouTube under Jay Sheldon, you will find us live. Please subscribe there and like the stream and also twitch.tv slash Jay Sheldon, no pants. That's, uh, that's the URL and you can subscribe there. We are over a hundred subscribers. Thank you. Mohanad bleep blop pushing my feet to the speed limit while wearing one flip-flop. So I'm not wearing pants and you're wearing one flip-flop. It's like a team. It's like a team, I'm telling you. All right. We got <laughs> we got lots to go on here tonight. And of course, coming up also uh is Darren Chow. Thank you for the like. Thanks, Darren, over on Facebook Live. Um, among uh, the things we will get to tonight at the end of the stream, uh, about 20 minutes, half an hour from now, is another chapter in Alice in Wonderland. We'll have that for you. I'm getting a lot of comments and emails uh, from folks. Um, by the way, if you want to email me, you can do that. It's j at jsheldon.com. Just send me an email, send me your comments, whatever it is you'd like. Um, we also want to thank the folks at streambeats.com. They supply the music. And if you are a streamer or if you are a gamer and you stream, uh, you can do a lot worse. In fact, I don't think you can do much better than streambeats.com. Harris Heller has put up this site. It has all kinds of music. The music is free. It is copyright free. You will not get a strike, a DMCA strike. And uh, check it out, streambeats.com from Harris Heller and I believe Alpha Gaming. It's a, it's a very, very cool service and Harris very generous with his time and his talents and we appreciate that. So he doesn't pay me to do this. I just want to give him a, a tip of the hat. Um, you can like, share, subscribe, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube or twitch.tv. Be sure and subscribe on Twitch, YouTube, subscribe and like. And of course on uh, Facebook, you can like and share. Those are the things that tickle the algorithms and help me to grow as a channel. So I appreciate it. Um, Missy Bean. Hey, Missy Bean is like the stream. Missy Bean is in Connecticut. As a matter of fact, Missy Bean, if you want to call and be a part of the show, you can do that. You can call from your landline. There's a phone number right here and you can be on the show. I, it's been so long I haven't had any calls. I don't even know if that's still set up, but we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So uh, Darren says, sweet, bro. 
Thank you. Um, one of the things that uh, it's been that, again, who wants to talk about the weather, but we will just briefly. It's been back into that, uh, that, that cycle of hot as hell days. VJ, hey, gotta, gotta, I have to break when these come through. VJ, thank you. Like the stream. Good to see you here also. Appreciate it. Um, uh, VJ is an old colleague of mine. We used to work together. Well, he's not old. He's an old colleague. You know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, good to see you. Missy Bean sending some hearts. Thank you, Missy. Uh, busy sharing all over. We'll call. Please do. Appreciate it. All right. Um, we have a few politically incorrect things to get through tonight. I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because mainly it's all just crap, as it always is. Cancel culture and all that ridiculous bologna sandwich and uh, BS. Um, and, and the whole, you know whatever. That's why I started with my ridiculous personal pronouns tonight. Um, <laughs> hold on. I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta fix something. Uh, there we go. Okay. There. That's better. Just a little, little behind the scenes tidying up we're doing here. Um, oh, chaotic robot. Hello. Oh, you. <laughs> uh, good to see you, chaotic robot. Cancel culture was dead. I sure the hell hope so. And I, if it's not, I cannot wait. It, it at least is hopefully coughing up blood <coughs> because it's driving me nuts. Um, it's just really, honest to God, between Dr. Seuss, uh, uh, Pepe Le Pew, who now apparently there's a new Space Jam movie and he's been cut out of it. Eh, whatever. These idiots. And um, what was the other one? Uh, not the Frito Bandito, whom most of you are too young to even remember the Frito Bandito. By the way, I found Fritos. Village Grocer here has Fritos, the original from, I think, is it Lay's that makes them? I don't know. Anyway, Missy Bean has shared your stream. Thank you, Missy, for the share. Um, yeah, why, why, exactly why? Uh, for no, you know what? It's, it's a power thing. It is a power thing because it makes those people who have no life, who just eat, uh, you know, s'mores in their mommy's basement and have no job, have no life, but it gives them some sense of power. You know, the thing is that once they're done coming after all these conservative folks and people whose attitude doesn't match with, with theirs, they're going to start to come after you. You'll be next on their list because these, these ridiculous cancel culture kind of movements eventually run out of victims and turn on themselves and eat themselves alive. So it will end, sadly not quick enough. Speaking of things that should end a quick and, well, maybe painless, painful death. How about that? This is one. I am so over these two. Now, I know I got a few friends who may be listening tonight and watching who are big royal fans. They love anything and everything the royals do. Personally, I couldn't possibly give a crap less. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. But I saw this headline in the Daily Mirror, and it just pissed me off. Why? Well, look, I don't want to nitpick here. The, the headline is, Worst Royal Crisis 
in 85 years. Okay. Now I don't want to nitpick. Correct me if I'm wrong. But last year it turned out a certain prince was having secret holidays on a certain island with a sex trafficking pedophile. You remember that story? Yeah. Worst royal crisis in 85 years? I don't think so. But this is the kind of headlines. Oh, look, a squirrel. Just to distract you. Why are we even reporting it? I have no idea. Um, because it makes headlines and it's clickbait, I suppose. <laughs> I am a meatitarian. I eat meat. I love meat. Steak, lamb, mutton, chicken, whatever. Give me the meat. Focus, focus. Hey, good to see you, focus, focus. <laughs> this showed up from my friend Kevin Gunluck today on his Facebook feed. I had to mark it and save it to show you tonight. Plant-based mashed potatoes. Now, I'll give you a second to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Read the bottom part. Every year... Let me, hold on, let me put on the voice and be serious about this. Every year, billions of innocent potatoes are ripped from their families and brutally murdered. But no more. Scientists at ASDA revealed today they have created mashed potatoes made entirely from plants. I, I, you know what? I'm just going to leave that there. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? You know what would help? What would help is if you stand up and say no more. That's it. I'm not putting up with this crap anymore. Because I'll tell you why. I'm going to show you a video in a minute. I'm going to have to scroll through. Sadly, I can't play much of the sound or I will get a copyright strike. But this is important. You've got to watch this. And it could change your life. I'm serious. You may have seen this video before. Maybe not. If you have, bear with it. If not, watch. <laughs> Check out this video. This is from YouTube. I'm going to play a little bit of the sound at the beginning just so you get the idea. But this one guy over here starts to do this weird dance. It's a concert, a Sasquatch concert in 2009. And this guy just gets up. Everybody else is listening to the music, sitting around. And this guy starts dancing. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but if you can't, it's fine because I'm going to get a copyright. So you see, he's, he's having a ball. He's having fun. And everybody else is kind of sitting around. I got to, I got, sorry, I got to mute the music. Everybody else is sitting around. <laughs> I can't stand up, Missy. And, and like, they're laughing. You can hear on the soundtrack some people are kind of making fun of him. But now watch. Watch what happens. He's just, you know, 
Balls to the ball. He doesn't care. He's enjoying the music. He's having a good time. He's in his own little space. Okay. And then after a few minutes of this, check this out. I don't want to scroll too far. Let me see if I can get to it. Here we go. After a little while, people are making fun of him. Now watch. Here it comes. The second guy gets up and starts dancing with him. Kind of doing the same thing. Not making fun of him. Just getting into it. Also dancing. And they keep going here. I'm going to scroll through a little bit. And then eventually a third guy. See? The third guy gets up. And now a fourth. Oh, no. She, well, she got up and got back down again. But he's still going. The original guy here. Second guy. Now two more guys. Now watch. And more. And more. I'm getting goosebumps. Honest to God, I'm getting goosebumps. Until eventually, check this out. Everybody there is dancing. They're having fun. All from back here where this one crazy guy just decided to enjoy himself. But that's not the important guy. That's not the important guy. He's important. But you know who the important guy is? This one right here. The second guy who got up. He's the one who said, you know what? I'm not going to make fun of this guy. I'm going to enjoy myself just like he is. And that second guy who got up, are you getting my point here? Inspires the third one and the fourth one and the fifth and sixth and 10th and 20th and eventually everybody. It's the second guy. Be the second guy or gal, whatever your pronoun is. Be the second guy who gets up and says, screw you and your cancel culture. Be the second guy. That's an important video. If you want to find it on YouTube, listen to the whole thing. It's about three minutes and almost four minutes long. It's Sasquatch, S-A-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H, 2009, Dancing Man Party Original Audio. That's where you can find it. Check it out. Share it. In fact, stick it on your Facebook page or wherever. Um, I, I be the second guy. That's the guy who's important. I got one more quickie to share with you. I love this. My friend Barry posted this today. Let me get rid of my little notifications here. Beautiful photograph. But it's this saying from Charles Brokowski. Can you remember who you were? before the world told you who you should be. Damn powerful words. Damn powerful words. Darren Chow, hell yes, be the second guy. This is some deep shit, but love. <laughs> Mohan had apologized for the sudden disappearance, had a customer or a costumer. All right. Anyway, I love that. I saw that today and it was so inspirational. Can you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be?
going, you know what? Screw the world. Be yourself. Good stuff. Good stuff. I don't mean to get so deep and philosophical tonight, but um, yeah, I thought maybe we needed a little bit of that, especially with all the crap headlines that are going on these days. Um, oh, and I did have one more. Let me just, I got to move this over. Hold on. Check this out. This was a story from here in Malaysia where I live. It, garbage, I won't read the whole thing. It's boring. But this garbage collector who wound up becoming a millionaire gives back, does a random act of kindness. He actually took a, I don't know if it was his helicopter or a helicopter, took it into the villagers, the folks that live way out in the rural areas, the kampong as we call them here, and treated them to free helicopter rides. That is just the coolest thing. Hats off, a tip of the hat to whoever this guy is. Their happiness is my happiness, he says. Check this out. That is amazing. I got to give the guy credit. Uh, it says money can't buy you happiness. This is from World of Buzz, by the way. Um, but money can buy you experience, like getting to fly an airplane or a helicopter. Most Malaysians don't have that kind of money and probably never would be able to experience it. But thanks to, uh, here he is, Mohammed Azain Al-Amin, garbage collector turned multimillionaire, living in a rural village in his hometown of Basut Tranganu, got the once-in-a-lifetime chance. Uh, it is. It's his helicopter. Take a look at that. Man, nice job, guy. That is amazing. There's his chopper in the background. I don't know if my, uh, there, now my mouse is showing up. I assume this is, uh, this is him. It is such an amazingly good thing to, to do. Uh, their happiness is my happiness. Alhamdulillah, we finished taking almost 300 villagers on the helicopters in six days in Basut. Thanks for the advice from the authorities. Took care of necessary SOPs because, you know, COVID. Um, provided a list of names for all the residents. Recorded their body temperatures. But that is, look at that. That is amazing. That is such a cool story. I love that to bit. That's nice. For somebody to, uh, to pay back, to do a random act of kindness to plug the show that I produce. Not this. It's a show on Facebook. Check out Random Acts Malaysia and you'll see what I mean. Give us a like and a, and a subscribe also there. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. Love this to pieces. Um, <clears throat> wow. Um, yeah, may God bless this man. You are exactly right. Chaotic robot, Mohammed. Yeah, it's, uh, it is amazing. It is so nice to see that kind of stuff happening. Absolutely incredible. Hey, wait. Uh, oh, you know what? It's ringing on my phone, but not on my laptop. And I'm going to guess that must be... Let's see. We got a call coming through. I don't want that. Let's dump this. Keep calling. Keep ringing. I'll fix this. Trust me. Just give me a minute. <laughs> I gotta figure out what I'm doing. Okay. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Or you can call back. See, that's what happens with this stupid technology. Okay. It might be the stupid operator, but it's, it's likely just the stupid technology. Hold on. <laughs> I've got to figure out what I'm doing. Wait, more coffee. That will help. 
Hold on, hold on. Why won't it boot? I don't know why it won't boot. That's the weirdest thing. Okay, it's not there. It's not there. I have no idea. Sorry! I finally get a call. And the damn thing won't boot. Where is it? Skype, where did you go? You, you get to see the behind-the-scenes stuff here, whether you want to or not. <laughs> I can't. It, it will not show up. That is incredible. I cannot believe that's happening. Isn't that weird? All right, let me do this. Let me quit, and I'll try and run it again. You can hear it ringing in the background, but that's not helping. Unbelievable. It is there somewhere. I just can't find it. All right. For some God knows what reason, it ain't working. Sorry. I'll uh, I'll do my best to try and fix this for next time. Uh, I'm on every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So by all means, please don't give up. Um, I'm going to try one more trick. Ah, I might have figured it out. Hold on. Hold on. Don't go away. John O'Pong liked the stream. Thank you, John O'Pong. Where is my Skype? It's, see, it's not showing up on my taskbar either. I, it's lost. It's lost to the I don't know what. It's just unbelievable. Now stop calling me because you're really giving me stress. <laughs> oh man I I don't know what's going on I can't find it it's nowhere here it's not on my other monitor the little icon's not lit up that's the, just the weirdest thing I don't know why okay I'm gonna keep talking and I'm gonna keep trying to figure this out and We'll see if we can make something happen, but it doesn't look like it's going to work because, you know, me. <laughs> That's basically the bottom line. <laughs> Unreal. Okay, I'm going to check one more thing. No, it's not there. Uh, using your microphone, Logitech G-Hub. Mm, yeah, okay, basically, I'm screwed. It ain't happening. So I don't know what happened here. Hold on. Mm, text plus Skype. That's there. Skype. Also, no. It was you, Missy. Okay, thank you. Thanks. I didn't mean to yell. Sorry. I just, I was trying to figure it out at the same time. Keep a conversation going on. Um, I, I, I tried. I need to get this fixed. It's just been, it's been like two months since I had a phone call. And so for some reason, it's not working. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> we'll try again. Please join me. Let's see. This is Thursday. I'll be on again on Saturday night. So give me a try. And uh, this is always down here on there on the uh, on the show. So you don't have to remember the number. Just join me Saturday night. We'll, we'll have it fixed. I promise. If I have to rip all this out and reinstall it, 
will have it fixed. I know it works because it was coming through on my phone, but it just won't come through on my laptop. So, all right. Anyway, enough. <laughs> Had this experience at one point or another. Yeah, uh, wherever it went. Okay, um, cool. <clears throat> so we're going to move on. And uh, since we had absolute crap luck trying to make the phone call work. Uh, by the way, Missy Bean is in Connecticut. And she shares a lot of the same viewpoints with me. Um, we, are, we are brother and sister under the skin. So She also used to be one of my big number one fans on my old radio show. And uh, we appreciate Missy very much. And we miss Torrington. Connecticut and all the great folks that are there. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. It is time to move on to our book. And uh, we're going to, as we always do, we're going to end this with, uh, it's, it's hardly ending. It's going to probably take a good 20 minutes. But um, we, we read books. If you've just joined us, if you're a new viewer, uh, let me tell you what we do. Because I work partly as a voice actor voice talent, doing voices for television, radio, animations, and things. Um, some people tell me that I have a decent voice. I love to read. I love to encourage people to read. Please encourage your kids to read, and you read too. Um, so we, uh, we do our best to encourage that. And part of the way we do that is with the help of the Gutenberg Project. Uh, Gutenberg.org is the site gutenberg.org. They offer free public domain books. They are completely free. They come in different formats than uh, like an ebook, Word doc, text files, whatever the Mac version is. I'm not a Mackie. Um, but you can get all different kinds. And it's all the classics from the sublime to the ridiculous. They're all there. We did uh, The Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum. We are doing Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland right now. We read one chapter, or if it's a short chapter, maybe two. Um, this will be a one-chapter night and uh, until we get to the end. And then we move on to the next book. And you guys get to vote on what book we do next. Now, we're, we're only about halfway through Alice in Wonderland, so we don't need to vote yet. But go to gutenberg.org. Org, the Gutenberg Project, and look through all the books they have there. Pick something fun. Don't tell me to read like Moby Dick. Okay, that's a really cool book, but it's a little bit much for a stream. So, you know, The Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland, something cool like that. Um, yeah, so take a look. No voting yet. And then you can stick it in there. Um, Mohanad says, it's always been one of my dreams to be a voice actor, yet I believe my voice does not fit in such a field. I will give you a piece of advice, even if you don't want it. This is the same advice that I give to people. I work also as a film director, writer. I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades, master of one or two, but not very many. Um, but it is the same advice that I give people who want to be actors. And they say but I'm not handsome enough. I'm not pretty enough. Nick Nolte. Danny DeVito. Dustin Hoffman. 
the list goes on and on and on of the people who are not handsome. They're not pretty, but they are hugely successful, award-winning actors and actresses. You do not have to be Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie to be a successful actor. There are thousands and thousands of actors who are not terribly good-looking, but they are terribly good actors. And to be completely politically incorrect, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, in my mind, is probably one of the most talented, brilliant, amazing actors ever. He is unbelievable. Sadly, he screwed up. Pretty much ended his career. And that's too bad because we lost a talent that is almost beyond comparison. Kevin Spacey is an unbelievably brilliant actor. Um, if you've never seen The Usual Suspects, one of my favorite films, please watch that. You must, you must watch The Usual Suspects. There's a ton of other material out there of Spacey's, but that one in particular will convince you that this man is a talent. Talent knows no bounds. The Usual Suspects. <clears throat> Again, it's horrendously politically incorrect to like Kevin Spacey. I don't give a crap. The man has talent. He is brilliant. Whatever else he did, mm, but you cannot deny the man's talent. Um, so anyway, back to the subject, Mohanad, for you in particular, but anybody. It doesn't matter. And the same is true of voice acting. When I was just reading that, that thing being funny and I put on this dark announcer sort of voice, you don't have to have the low voice and the big cojones and the giant pipes to be a voice actor. There are actors doing voices who have funny-looking nasal voices all the way up behind like this. And, and do things like that. And, and I mean, th look at Mel Blanc and all the voices he did. In fact, some of which now sadly won't be heard anymore, like Pepe Le Pew, um, Yosemite Sam, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd. All those guys have got not terribly good announcer voices, but they've got really great character voices, so you can do it. Exactly, Focus Pocus, all character voices are needed and it has less to do with the quality of your voice than it does the ability to read a script and not really sound like you're reading to be convincing to give the client what they want that's important you also in some cases with good clients can offer your suggestion based on i've been doing this for 45 some odd years so a long time um so, yeah, all kinds of people are neat. Just find what fits your voice. Find some scripts. There are free scripts available online, in fact. You can find them all from full film scripts to TV shows. Find a character that you think fits your voice and try recording yourself. 
practice, make it sound realistic, sound like the original if you can. Um, you're not copying. Um, okay, you are, but it's an okay kind of copying. And then put together what we call a demo reel. And that's a demonstration recording of all the different kinds of voice styles you can do. And send it out to audio houses, to producers at audio houses, and you never know. In fact, here in Malaysia, if you're in Malaysia, but I assume this might be anywhere. I don't know. I don't live anywhere else besides here. But uh, often the uh, audio houses will have kind of open auditions where people who are not professionals can go and try out. And they have sample scripts you can read and they'll record you. They'll coach you a little bit and see, you know, because there's a lot of hidden gems out there. So look out for those too. I know here in Malaysia, you want to, you want to keep an eye, join some of the voice actor uh, groups on Facebook or wherever it might be. And by all means, please, I, it's, it's not competition for me. And I don't mean I don't have any competition. I mean, the more the merrier. Uh, there's enough work to go around and we should all support each other. I do my best to, to support. If Look, if a part isn't good for me or a voice that I can or can't do, I'm more than willing to recommend some of the other voice talents I know that would fit the part. And I've done that more than once. I've done that a lot. It might have cost me a lot of money, but if it's not right for the part, if my voice isn't right for the part, it's not right for the part. And I, I highly encourage you to help support everybody whether it be an actor, a voice actor, people in the entertainment business. I'll tell you what, in the last year or year and a half, year anyway, it was just about now, come to think of it, that we've all been under house arrest. The entertainment business, live events, they have done nothing. Diddly squat. By the way, speaking of politically incorrect, you know you're not supposed to do this anymore, which is exactly why I do it. It's some bullshit. It's some BS white power thing. Yeah, whatever. If I meant it like that, I'd tell you. This means zero, okay? Zero. There's been zero work for the folks in the entertainment, particularly live entertainment, because they haven't been able to do anything. Theater, concerts, zip, nothing, nada. Slowly it's getting back. Yeah. Uh, will Mika be joining you at times? She steals the show. She does indeed. Uh, she will not likely be joining tonight if she happens to pop in because she has a water dish here in the back. So if she happens to pop in, I'll try and grab her and stick her on the stream. But um, yeah, zero in Viz Toby. Thank you. And thank you, Hocus Pocus. Um, let me see. Let me Hold on. Ah! Miko. Let me see if I can get her up here. Miko, she wasn't feeling very well easier uh, earlier. Miko, hey bud, buddy, you want to come up and say hi to everybody? Everybody wants to see you. Meek, meek, there you are. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. You want to come here? You want to come up? Huh? Can you speak? Speak. Speak so people know you're here. Speak. Speak. Yes. Louder. Louder. Shh, quiet. Soft speak. Soft speak. Oh, that's loud. Soft. Shh. Ah, there you go. Come here, buddy. 
being shy. Give me a minute and forgive my squeaky chair. Hey, Popper. Hey, Popper. Come here. Go. What? You want a bite? You want a bite? All right. I gotcha. Now you're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> All right. Come here. Come here. Chill, buddy. Chill, chill, chill. Hold on. We gotta change cameras here. There she is. Mohanan says, thanks for the advice. It means the world to me. Thank you. No, you're welcome entirely. Thank you. Miko says, thank you too. Say, hi, Miko. Look, who's that pretty girl on camera? Who is that? Huh? Now you're not looking? Who's that over there? Look. Look over there on camera. See? You see? What? Huh? You get, now you're just going to lick and bite? Is that it? Is that all you're going to do? Huh? Oh, come on. Everybody says hi. Mohanad says hi. Chaotic Robot, Missy Bean. Everybody. They all want to say hi. She's got a green collar on tonight. Huh? Why are your ears back like that? <laughs> Put your ears up. <laughs> What's that look? <laughs> what does that look? Huh? Yeah. Okay, buddy. Okay, come here. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, I'm just adjusting you so you're more comfortable. There you go. How's that? All right. Say hi to Focus Pocus, too. And stop licking. Ayo. Can you stop for two minutes? Huh? You're not supposed to be licking. You're supposed to be a superstar. Okay? Okay? You do see yourself. I see you checking yourself out. I see you checking yourself out. See you there? Oh. <laughs> All right. She's not that comfortable in my lap here, so I got to put her back down. There you go, buddy. There you go. Oh. Okay. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. I'll give you a treat after the stream, okay? All right. Be a good girl. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Miko's got more fans than I do. That's okay. No problem. Leave Miko in the chair and you in the other room. She's way too cute. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'll just leave and we'll leave Miko in the chair. <clears throat> she can do, well, she doesn't do a lot of talking. It's all I can do to get her to speak. But um, yeah, <laughs> not a bad idea. All right. And Invis Toby says, you have all the fans. You're exactly right. <laughs> all right, folks. <clears throat> Give me a break for a cough and a coffee. Oh, my. Oh, my. It's fruitcake season. That's Truman Capote, but we'll get into that another day. All right, here we go. You ready? Uh, it's time for Alice in Wonderland. And this is chapter six. This chapter called The Pig and Pepper. Pig and Pepper, from Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland. For a minute or two, she stood looking at the house and wondered what to do next, when suddenly a footman in livery came running out of the wood. She considered him to be a footman because he was in livery. Otherwise, judging by his face only, she would have called him 
a fish, and rapped loudly at the door with his knuckles. It was opened by another footman in livery, with a round face and large eyes like a frog. And both footmen, Alice noticed, had powdered hair that curled all over their heads. She felt very curious to know what it was all about, and crept a little way out of the woods to listen. The fish footman began to produce from under his arm a great letter, nearly as large as himself, and this he handed over to the other, saying in a solemn tone, For the Duchess, an invitation from the Queen to play croquet. The frog footman repeated in the same solemn tone, only changed the order of the words a little. From the Queen, an invitation for the Duchess to play croquet. Then they both bowed low, and their curls got entangled together. Alice laughed at this so much she had to turn back into the wood, for fear of them hearing her. And when she next peeped out, the fish footman was gone, and the other was sitting on the ground near the door, staring stupidly up into the sky. Alice went timidly up to the door and knocked. "'There's no sort of use in knocking,' said the footman, "'and that for two reasons. First, because I'm on the same side of the door as you. Second, because they're making such a noise inside no one could possibly hear you.' And certainly there was a most extraordinary noise going on within." a constant howling and sneezing, and every now and then a great crash, as if a dish or a kettle had been broken to pieces. Uh, please, then, said Alice, how am I to get in? Well, there might be some sense in your knocking, the footman went on without attending to her, if we had the door between us. For instance, if you were inside, you might knock, and I could let you out. You know, he was looking up at the sky all the time he was speaking, and this, Alice thought decidedly, was rather uncivil. Uh, but perhaps he can't help it, she said to herself. His eyes are so very nearly at the top of his head. But at any rate, she... He might answer questions. Uh, how am I to get in? she repeated aloud. I shall sit here, the footman remarked, till tomorrow. At this moment, the door of the house opened, and a large plate came skimming out straight at the footman's head. It just grazed his nose and broke to pieces against one of the trees behind him. Or next day, maybe, the footman continued in the same tone, exactly as if nothing had happened. Oh, how am I to get in? asked Alice again in a louder tone. Are you to get in at all? said the footman. That's the first question, you know. It was, no doubt, only Alice did not like this to be told. It's really dreadful, she muttered to herself, all the way all the creatures argue. It, it's, it's enough to drive one crazy. 
The footman seemed to think this was a good opportunity for repeating his remark with variations. I shall sit here, he said, on and off, for days and days. But what am I to do? asked Alice. Oh, anything you like, said the footman, and he began whistling. Ah, uh, there's no use in talking to him, said Alice desperately. He's perfectly idiotic. And she opened the door and went in. The door led right into a large kitchen, which was full of smoke from one end to the other. The Duchess was sitting on a three-legged stool in the middle, nursing a baby. The cook was leaning over the fire, stirring a large cauldron, which seemed to be full of soup. Well, there certainly is too much pepper in that soup, Alice said to herself, as well as she could for her sneezing. There was certainly too much in the air. Even the Duchess sneezed occasionally, and as for the baby, it was sneezing and howling alternatively without a moment's pause. The only things in the kitchen that did not sneeze were the cook and a large cat which was sitting on the hearth and grinning from ear to ear. "'Would you please tell me,' said Alice, a little timidly, for she was not quite sure whether it was good manners to speak first, "'why your cat grins like that?' "'Oh, it's a Cheshire cat,' said the Duchess. "'And that's why, pig!' She said the last word with such sudden violence that Alice quite jumped. But she saw in another moment that it was addressed to the baby and not to her. So she took courage and went on again. I didn't know that Cheshire cats always grinned. In fact, I didn't know that cats could grin. Oh, they all can, said the Duchess, and most of them do. I don't know any that do, Alice said very politely, feeling quite pleased to have gotten into a conversation. Well, you don't know much, said the Duchess, and that's a fact. Alice did not at all like the tone of this remark, and thought it would be well to introduce some other subject of conversation. While she was trying to fix on one, the cook took the cauldron off the soup, off the fire, and at once set to work, throwing everything within reach at the Duchess and the baby. The fire irons came first, then followed a shower of saucepans, plates, dishes. The Duchess took no notice of them, even when they hit her. And the baby was howling so much already that it was quite impossible to say whether the blows hurt or not. Oh, please, mind what you're doing, cried Alice, jumping up and down in an agony of terror. Oh, there goes his precious nose as an unusually large saucepan flew close by it, and it fairly nearly carried it off. If everyone minded their own business, said the Duchess in a hoarse growl, the world would go round a great deal faster than it already does. Which would not be an advantage, said Alice, who felt very glad to get an opportunity of showing off a little of her knowledge, 
Just think of what work it would make with the day and the night. You see, the Earth takes 24 hours to turn around on its axis. Talking of axis, said the Duchess, chop off her head. Alice glanced around rather anxiously at the cook to see if she meant to take the hint. But the cook was busily stirring the soup and seemed not to be listening. So she went on again. Twenty-four hours, I think, or is it twelve? I... Oh, don't bother me, said the Duchess. I could never abide figures. And with that, she began nursing her child again, singing a sort of lullaby to it as she did so, and giving it a violent shake at the end of every line. <coughs> Speak roughly to your little boy, and beat him when he sneezes. He only does it to annoy, because he knows it teases. And the chorus, in which the cook and the baby joined in, Wow! 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 Well, while the Duchess sang the second verse of the song, she kept tossing the baby violently up and down, and this poor little thing howled so that Alice could hardly hear the words. I speak severely to my boy. I beat him when he sneezes, for he can thoroughly enjoy the pepper when he pleases. And the chorus, wow, wow, wow. Here, you may nurse it a bit if you like, the Duchess said to Alice, flinging the baby at her as she spoke. I must go and get ready to play croquet with the queen. And she hurried out of the room. The cook threw a frying pan after her as she went out, but it missed her. Alice caught the baby with some difficulty, as it was a queer-shaped little creature and held out its arms and legs in all directions. Just like a starfish, thought Alice. The poor little thing was snorting like a steam engine when she caught it and kept doubling itself up and straightening itself out again, so that altogether, for the first minute or two, it was as much as she could do to even hold it. As soon as she made out the proper way of nursing it, which was to twist it up into a sort of knot and then keep tight hold of its right ear and its left foot so as to prevent it undoing itself, she carried it out into the open air. If I don't take this child away with me, thought Alice, they're going to kill it in a day or two. Wouldn't it be murder to leave it behind? She said the last words out loud and the little thing grunted in reply. It had left off sneezing by this time. Don't grunt, said Alice. That's not all the proper way of expressing yourself. Now the baby grunted again, and Alice looked very anxiously into its face to see what was the matter with it. There could be no doubt that it had a very turned-up nose, much more like a snout than a real nose, and its eyes were getting extremely small for a baby. Although Alice did not like the look of the thing at all, but perhaps it was only sobbing, she thought, and looked into its eyes again to see if there were any tears. No, there were no tears. If you're going to turn into a pig, my dear, said Alice seriously, I have nothing more to do with you. 
mine now. Well, the poor little thing sobbed again, or grunted. It was impossible to say which. And they went on for quite some while in silence. Alice was just beginning to think to herself, Now, what am I going to do with this creature when I get it home? When it grunted again, so violently that she looked down into its face in some alarm. This time, there could be no mistake about it. It was neither more nor less than a pig, and she felt that it would be quite absurd for her to carry it further. So she set the little creature down and quite, was quite relieved to see it trot quietly away into the wood. If it had grown up, she said to herself, it would have made a dreadfully ugly child. But it makes a rather handsome pig, I think. And she began thinking over other children she knew who also might do well as pigs, and was just saying to herself, if one only knew the right way to change them, when she was startled by seeing the Cheshire cat sitting on a bough of a tree a few yards away. Well, the cat only grinned when he saw Alice. It looked good-natured, she thought. It, it still had very long claws and a great many teeth, so she felt it ought to be treated with respect. Cheshire Puss, she began rather timidly, as she did not know whether it would like the name. However, it only grinned a little wider. Come, it's pleased so far, thought Alice, and she went on. Would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? Well, that depends a good deal on where you want to go said the cat. I don't much care where, said Alice. Well, then it doesn't matter which way you go, said the cat. As long as I get somewhere, Alice added as an explanation. Oh, you're sure to do that, said the cat, if you only walk long enough. Alice felt this could not be denied. So she tried another question. Uh, what sort of people live about here? Mm, in that direction, the cat said, waving its right paw around, lives a hatter. And in that direction, waving the other paw, lives a March hare. Visit either you like. They're both mad. But I don't want to go among mad people, Alice remarked. Oh, you can't help that, said the cat. We're all mad here. I'm mad, you're mad. How do you know I'm mad, said Alice. Well, you must be, said the cat, or you wouldn't have come here. Alice did not think that proved it at all. However, she went on. And how do you know you're mad? Well, to begin with, said the cat, a dog's not mad. You grant that? I suppose so, Alice said. Well, then, the cat went on. You see, a dog growls when it's angry and wags its tail when it's pleased. Now, I growl when I'm pleased and wag my tail when I'm angry. Therefore, I'm mad. 
I call it purring, not growling, said Alice. Call it what you like, said the cat. Do you play croquet with the queen today? Oh, I should like it very much, said Alice, but I haven't been invited yet. Oh, you'll see me there, said the cat, and it vanished. Alice was not much surprised by this. She was getting so used to queer things happening. While she was looking at the place where it had been, it suddenly appeared again. Uh, By the by, what became of the baby? said the cat. I'd nearly forgotten to ask. Well, it turned into a pig, Alice quietly said, just as it had come back in a natural way. "Mm, I thought it would, said the cat and it vanished again. Alice waited a little, half expecting to see it again, but it did not appear, and after a minute or two she walked on in the direction in which the March Hare was supposed to live. I've seen hatters before, she said to herself. The March Hare will be much more interesting, and perhaps, as this is May, it won't be raving mad, at least not so mad as it was in March. And as she said this, she looked up, and there was the cat again, sitting on the branch of a tree. Uh, Did you say pig or fig, said the cat. I said pig, replied Alice, and I wish you wouldn't keep appearing and vanishing so suddenly. You make one quite giddy. "Mm, All right, said the cat, and this time it vanished quite slowly beginning with the end of the tale and ending up with the grin, which remained some time after the rest of it had gone. (coughs) Sorry. Well, I've seen a cat without a grin, thought Alice, but a grin without a cat? That is the most curious thing I've ever seen in my life. She'd not gone much further before she came inside of the house of the March Hare. She thought, It must be the right house, because the chimneys were shaped like ears, and the roof was thatched with fur. It was so large a house that she did not like to go nearer till she had nibbled some more of the left-hand bit of mushroom, and raised herself to about two feet high. Even then she walked up towards it rather timidly, saying to herself, Suppose it should be made raving mad after all. I almost wish I'd gone to see the Hatter instead. This is the weirdest book ever. (laughs) That's the end of chapter six. Oh my God. Chapter seven coming up on Saturday night, our next stream. And it is finally a mad tea party. (laughs) Oh man, I'm telling you. My boss and I were talking about this today. She was watching the stream last time. And it is just incredible. This was 1865 that he wrote this book. And there's Miko chiming in. In 1865, okay, you know what? Drugs and mood-enhancing things existed. They've existed for thousands of years. But it just wasn't, you know, it's not like today you read something whacked out like that and you think, okay, what was this guy on when he was writing this? But in 1865, what was this guy on when he was writing this? It is weird. 
Unbelievable. Yeah, what the shell is this? Chaotic robots, robot said. <laughs> How can we follow you the days you are on or nights? It's days here. Um, you can uh, subscribe to uh, J. Sheldon No Pants on twitch.tv. We're live there. We're also live on Facebook. The page is called I'm Not Wearing Pants. I think you've already liked it. If you haven't, please do that. And also YouTube, uh, you can subscribe to the J. Sheldon channel. You'll see all my streams there if you get the right one. I think it's got my picture on the on the profile. And um, yeah, you can, you can like us there. And in the case of YouTube, you can uh, get notifications. You subscribe and click the notification bell. And that way, every time we go live, you will get a notification that we're live. So that's another way to do it. Um, yeah, but just know I do keep to my schedule every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, 10 o'clock my time in Malaysia, which is when it's not daylight savings time, it's exactly 12 hours from the East Coast. So it's 11 o'clock here right now. It would be 11 a.m. on the East Coast, Eastern Standard Time in the U.S. Um, I think you are an hour back right now, so it's likely 10 a.m. there. All right. So that's the brief explanation of when you can find me. I'm always here. And sometimes I'll just do a random, rando stream on some weird time and day. But that's my schedule, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, uh, 10 o'clock p.m. Malaysia time. Oh, man. Missy Bean, Disney, Disney Plus removes Peter Pan, Dumbo, and other movies for showing offensive stereotypes. It's still happening, folks. Fight back. You don't need Disney. No, just cancel your Disney subscription. Unbelievable. These people just will not stop. Wow. Okay, Chaotic Robots doing up some art, some uh, fan art for us here. Thank you very much. Check him out on Twitter and uh, 9 at nine Eastern time. Okay, cool. Yes, 10. <laughs> All right. It's confusing. All right, guys, that's it for us. We thank you so much. Thank you for the likes and the shares and the subscribes. Everything is free, absolutely free. If you are so inclined, if you're on twitch.tv, you can click right there and make a donation. If you are on Facebook, in the description up above here, you'll see a link. You can click there. That will take you to a page which will allow you to make a donation to our stream to help defray the cost. This thing ain't cheap to put together, I can tell you. Uh, no obligation, but thank you indeed for whatever you might be able to, uh, to share, uh, to do, to subscribe, to donate. Doesn't matter. At least you're here. That's the most important part of all. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you again on Saturday night. Thanks to Miko for making a guest appearance. And by the way, my brother, I've still threatened to get my brother on this show, and he will be here. I just don't know when, because of the time difference, it's very tough to coordinate. But he'll be here one day, promise. I will see you again Saturday night. Thank you, everybody, once again. I am Jay Sheldon. And I'm not wearing pants. Good night. Yo.